Hey everybody, welcome to Breaking the Rules, Being the Pump Ones, <laughs> and I'm your host, <laughs> I'm your host, <laughs> that just tells you uh, it's been a long week, guys. I'm your host, Amber Casto. Hello everybody, I'm Nick Casto. And we are sharing a mic again because we feel like maybe the soundboard we have is diminishing the one mic. So we're going to try this out if this works. I think I'll probably get a different soundboard. So that may be the, the next step that we take into bringing you back in. Figuring it out. <laughs> so we have a jam-packed. Uh, amount of information covering the finale. I've listened to everybody's podcast covering the finale. I've also listened to Caller Daddy. I spent two hours this morning, some of it while I was in the shower. <laughs> I mean, you do what you gotta do. Just, just gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. So... It was amazing, by the way. If you haven't listened, you probably should. I will definitely tell you the the biggest things that I got from it and give you a little recap, but if you haven't listened, it is. But it is two hours long. That's pretty long. It is really long. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I got up at like five something this morning. Jeez. So I was like listening to it until I logged in. Okay, so big headlines. First one, guys, E.T. confirmed Rachel is not pregnant. So definitely don't need to worry about any Scandi babies. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, and there was a big story that Tom and, and Rachel broke up. I heard that too. I heard they broke up. I, I don't know if I believe it. Like, I guess I need time to show me a little bit more. Maybe. Um, you believe it? I'm, I'm not sure. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I really don't know if um, it's true or not. I, I think Ariana definitely doesn't believe it after her Watch What Happens live appearance. Uh, she definitely said that there were some love letters arriving with with Rachel's handwriting. <laughs> oh, goodness. So I guess she's she may not have her phone, but, you know, she's back to snail mail love letters. Unless it's a dear John. And I did say a dear Tom. <laughs> so I guess I, di I did say that. I was like, it could have been a dear Tom letter. And she could have been officially being like, I'm done. It's possible. But I don't know. I really honestly think all of this stuff is just rumors at this point. Because there's so much going on. Everything that occurs is being captured. And you'll, you'll notice by the things that I tell you, some stuff was reported and it was inaccurate. Because they're just taking advantage of the moment. Well good chance too i mean why wouldn't you yeah yeah there's no there's absolutely no reason why you wouldn't 
Um, so Tom and there's a new girl in the picture. So we've heard. Just when we think that there are no other fame whores waiting in the wings, in jumps Texas influencer, Houston influencer, uh, Carly Hale, and she's a 40-year-old bar owner. Maybe that's what's, you know, the bar thing they have in common, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure, and he actually picked one that was close to his age. Like, she's almost 40. Like, she's 40, so she's almost close to his age. It'll be (laughs) short-lived. It is rumored that he came forward and said that they were just friends. I mean, I'm sure they are probably not even that at this point, because my theory is she probably attempted to get with him because she thought it would boost her career, and it did exactly the opposite. That's that's possible. Yeah, so I, I think that's what happened. I think that she I just I I think that's definitely how it it went down. Um I think that she will I think that he is going to come to the next season with a new woman. I don't know. I, I, I'd see him possibly single. And that's it could could happen. He could portray single and then just go on some dates or whatever. But I foresee him showing up with a woman soon. I really do. We've never seen him single. Yeah, like most of them, they just can't be single for long. That's the corpses are never cold for long. Yeah, that's how it usually works. Yeah. Um, they thought, or I should say, we thought. Everyone thought Ariana was moving out. That was staged, as mentioned earlier. I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised. It was uh, an advertisement for SoFi, which is a finance company, and they offered her an opportunity, and she jumped at it. I said, "You'd be a fool not to right now. Like, take advantage of every opportunity laid in front of you. Bank all the money you can. You're about to move out of your home. You're about to be back to apartment living or buying your solo home. So, 100%. Do what you got to do, girl. I- I'm all about it. And it's not like it's not going to happen." Like, it is going to happen. They're both going to move out. Yeah. They're going to sell that beautiful home. So, there is a lot of speculation about what's going to be revealed on the reunion. Whether, you know, of course, you know, there is, there was the rumor that Rachel was pregnant. There's rumors that more people knew. People knew for longer. You got any... You have any theories there? No. No. Um, I almost think that it's inevitable that people knew for longer. I think there was a lot more involvement than we knew, especially after hearing Ariana talk on Call Her Daddy. And we'll just, we'll cover that really quick. So, she, she came into that letting you know first off that he did, like, there was conversations about a breakup. It seemed like starting pretty heavily in January around their anniversary, their anniversary night, 
But she said they were totally trashed that night when they got home and ended up having the conversation. So it seems really, really weird that they would have that conversation and that, you know, she would take that to be reality. And then, you know, things went back to normal. So she believed that things were okay. Yeah, or she could have been just um, wishful thinking, maybe. <laughs> it's possible. She mentioned that she did never try, uh, said she would kill herself. She did say that he was accurate in saying that she said she would quit the show, that she would probably move out of L.A., and she said, you know, I've always had a dream of living on the French countryside, and that would be my moment to have reinvent myself. So why would I not do something like that in that moment? It wasn't a bad thing. It was a... But he thought that was the most... She said he thought that was the most horrible thing she could ever do would be to walk away from all of that and not continue. I agree. I don't know, because... The way it's going and the way he's portraying her, he's trying to make the public hate her. And she mentioned that. She mentioned that he and Schwartz had this, like, schmear campaign on her the whole season, and they did. Like, this behind-the-scenes schmear campaign where they talked about how she didn't give him sex and she didn't buy things in the house, and she doubled down on the assistant, bought everything. (laughs) So he was... He wasn't even buying that shit. Like, he was just being a dumbass. He just wanted to take credit for that. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's narcissistic behavior 101. Yeah. Yeah. Psychologists could study him. I'm dead serious. So, the other thing that was kind of a huge bomb that she dropped was that when the Toms were on Watch What Happens Live together... And Schwartz was acting all weird, covering his mouth, looking to Sandoval for him to tell him what to say, that he acted that way because Rachel was back in the hotel room waiting on Tom. That's crazy. It's sickening, is what it is. Absolutely sickening. That was probably the biggest bomb that she dropped on the the podcast other than just talking about explicit detail of the day that they found out which you guys you have to listen to her tell it and tell how she felt and the way that he acted they got in an uber that's what took them home and the uber driver and she was like we stopped for cigarettes and he went in for cigarettes and she goes while he's in there i looked at the uber driver and i was like are you hearing this shit I mean, you used to Uber drive. Can you imagine if you had picked up the two of them and they were fucking going at it? Like, they even called Sheena on FaceTime and Rachel on speakerphone and had all four of them in the car at once almost. I'd be stopping that bus. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I couldn't get over it. It was crazy. Absolutely insane. I would hate to be that driver, man. She mentioned she felt sorry for them. So, hashtag sorry, Uber driver. (laughs) But you gave us a good laugh on that pod. Sorry. Anyway, 
Uh, the other thing she dropped was the plan, which I mentioned this in my notes whenever Tom Sandoval and Rachel have their scene together. Whenever they were like, we had a plan. Or no, Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval have a scene together. And he was like, you had a plan and you just didn't execute it. You just didn't have the time to execute it. You are so full of shit. Your plan was to smear her into the ground, make it look like you had to break up with her, and then seemingly quietly exit the relationship while you continued to fuck her best friend and then start dating each other and Ariana just accept it. He's a big... Fucking pig. Yes. Fucking pig is what I said, guys. He's a big fucking pig. It's disgusting. So I think that really hurt Ariana, especially Schwartzy. She was hit a groomsman in his wedding. She considered him more of a friend to her than uh, just an acquaintance. So for her to just be one of the girls to him, she was very offended that he didn't have the respect to come to her. So I think that kind of plays into her anger on Watch What Happens Live with him after continuing to watch the season and being able to talk about it now. Yeah. I'd be angry. I'd be despicably angry. So, um, I guess are we ready? Yeah. Finale time. (laughs) And we are like in our... Uh, worm with a mustache t-shirt getting ready to watch the reunion thank you james for these wonderful shirts they're actually amazing quality yes they are nice and soft i i expected them to be like one of those hard like stiff t-shirts that you get but it is a very nice shirt yeah i washed them and got them out of the dryer and they are so soft it's it's the opposite of what he said the stiff that you usually get with t-shirts they are so nice so love it thank you it is the exact thing i needed to watch this reunion tonight and let's dive in season 10 episode 15 scandable dun 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 the beginning on this So, let me just say, this episode in general, if it's not nominated for an Emmy, I'm going to be really upset. It should be. It is the... One scene is the best two minutes of reality TV I've ever seen. Because we never see people share reality like this. Real stuff. It's usually scripted, fake shit. It's not usually this this intense and we're not usually this invested we've been invested with them since day one so it just makes sense that the editing began with exactly the moment at which everything transpired and it was the watch what happens live with rachel and sheena whenever andy asked who's the hotter tom And they both have to simultaneously answer. Sheena says she kind of thought, or she knew, she thought she knew. 
that Rachel was going to say Schwartz, so she said Sandoval, so that they would both be said. Dun, 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 dun. Unfortunately, that's not what she said. That's what you get for thinking. That's what you get for assuming. Yep. So, she definitely said Sandoval, and the look on her face was so telling, and none of us got it. Lala posted the night that this aired. She posted the text conversation between her and Katie that night. And she was like, oh my God, did you just see that? It was amazing. She was like, did you just see that? I can't believe it. We were right. You know we're right, right? You know we're right. We're on to something. So they knew immediately upon seeing that. But when it flips the scene, it's so telling because the very first scene to this season was Katie and Tom Schwartz sitting down and then being like, are you ready to talk about this? And they were both like, yes, excitedly. Like being okay with their relationship. And it's, you know, it's being done and then moving on. This one, they set Ariana and Tom down and they're like, are you guys ready to talk about this? And they simultaneously said no. Nope. Nope. Tom starts us off. He says that he was in Tom Tom in LA for the release of his new single. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth, guys. Like, and God love the Call Daddy podcast. It was so great. She definitely was like, so they're not good, Ariana. You understand that, right? Like, you you do know, like, in hindsight, like, in retrospect, she said you, she told her she had love goggles on. <laughs> that she totally did not see how bad they actually were. And she's like, I think maybe they're getting worse or, and she was like, you got love, love goggles on. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> so, his phone fell out of his pocket during the performance. Somebody picked it up and they just handed it to Ari, to Ariana for safekeeping. And Ariana said after they were done, she was standing there. You know, he looked like he was busy talking to people and she was like, I need to go to the bathroom. But I actually looked down and she said it was almost like an epiphany. Open me. Yeah. Woman's intuition, call it woman's intuition, whatever you want to call it. But I need to look at this. Now, on Watch What Happens Live, she explained this was not the first time she had looked at his phone. So when he came not come home at night or showed up really, really late, or she didn't know where he'd been. She'd asked for his phone, and he deleted shit off of it. So, he's definitely hiding it. Of course. And she said, you know what, I need to look at this. So she goes to the bathroom, and she hits the stall. And she said the first thing she looked at was text messages. And these, you guys, I'm giving you extra stuff from the interview with Caller Daddy. So, she said nothing was in the text message that was out of sorts. And she said, I almost closed it and walked out. And then she hit the camera roll. And there it was. 
the FaceTime screen recording of Tom and Rachel masturbating. <laughs> you'd have to be an idiot. Well, you'd have to be an idiot, and come on. He, it immediately goes to him, and he'd be like, his confessional, I'd normally delete something like this. <laughs> right. But I was really busy, and I did a montage on my on our TikTok where I was like, I'm busy, you stupid dick, from Just Friends. <laughs> Which is awesome, because it's the exact thing I thought of in that moment when he said that. But I was busy. And that tells me that you've been doing this a long time. Well, you've been doing it a long time with her, but I think you've been doing it a long time with other people. This is not the first person you've been with. Right. You're not crossing that big of a boundary your first time. Like, it's just not happening. So, it speaks volume, and she she said that she was in the stall, and she bust out of the stall, and she was like, there were three girls standing there. And she goes, I knew in that moment they were going to know when I ran out of there that I didn't wash my hands. So, I was like, listen, I didn't pee, and I, then I just took off running. <laughs> that's hilarious so even in that moment she had like like it was just it's just her her personality I did not like Ariana in the early days really really like her these days that kind of description is the reason why I like her like that's funny I would want to hang out with you because that's funny shit that me and my girlfriends do like, I didn't pee. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> and so she ran out, starts going off on him, and he immediately is more worried about people hearing them in the vicinity to get her outside. Unbelievable. That hurt her pretty badly. She mentions it over and over again throughout the episode and the podcast that he was so much more worried about people hearing them and knowing what was going on because he really did and she said this in the podcast he really thought she was she was going to keep that fucking secret for him well Well, she kept Miami girl for him so he thought you're my ride or die if we break up we break up but you're still going to keep this secret for me and keep my reputation intact wow So he was more concerned about his reputation and what people thought about him than what he ever was, how he hurt the woman that he loved and his partner in life for the last nine years. What a piece of garbage, man. That's unbelievable. It it really speaks to the person that you are. And if you can't hear this, hear it. You need to go into therapy and work on you to know, like, what makes you this way. And I believe it was the fame because I feel like you weren't this bad early on. And maybe Kristen was disagree because, you know, it always pans to her, you know, uh, good luck laying in bed with the the best liar that I've ever known. (laughs) Yeah, um. So, Ariana said that she immediately called Rachel. She said, if you ever cared about me or any woman or any, our friendship at all, tell me when this started. 
And Rachel tells her that it started after the girl's trip, which Ariana left for because she had to put her dog to sleep. That's fucked up. He and I are so super close to our pets. Like, ridiculously close to our pets. So, we've even put a lot down in several years. We had one accidentally die. We had one that we had to put down from old age and then we had one that got a bleeding disorder and she was not going to suffer any longer so we had to put her down we struggled and grieved for weeks months we still look at photos and cry so the fact that that's the moment he decided to fuck her best friend and she decided to fuck him is just despicable yeah i couldn't imagine that's the last thing on my mind when we lost our pups yeah it it would be the last thing on your mind you would not be i would not be worried about what you're doing it would not cross my mind so um Sheena says that she, you know, approaches Rachel because they had went out after Watch What Happens Live. And she basically just turns around and is like, Sandoval and I have been having an affair for seven months and Ariana just found out. Like, she wasn't crying. She wasn't upset. She wasn't remorseful. There was nothing. That's, That's shocking. It's a sociopath. Like, she's bordering sociopath with the behavior, a lot of her behavior in the reaction. Especially now knowing that she would go into scenes with a script. And if she couldn't then use the exact script or it would go off the cuff, she short-circuited is what Lala described it as. Like, Yeah, I remember seeing a couple of those short circuits. Yeah, and it's like a Stepford wife. It's almost like she short circuits like a Stepford wife. It's crazy. Robotic craziness. Anyway, uh, Tom says, you know, I love her. But I, I just don't think that we were happy. I really don't. So remember that. He doesn't think that they were happy. Ever. Well, I think he described several times during this episode, four to five years, they haven't been happy. Which is absolutely ridiculous. Sorry, guys, I'm adjusting a little bit. We, uh, sharing the mic definitely, uh, changes things a little bit. Makes it a little harder, for sure. It does. And I was sitting in a different chair, but I think it's just going to be better if I get in the this chair or get on the couch with you because we have a couch in the office too. <laughs> anyway, Ariana says that evil people, she found out on Wednesday night that evil people live in this world and sometimes... They are the people closest to you. So that definitely is pretty spot on. I don't know how how you felt about 
the two of their ending confessional. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm... It's, it's hard because I think, I don't know, I feel like they definitely have come to a crossroads. I, I think we all knew they were having problems and they apparently had a pact that that's crazy they would never humiliate or uh, out each other on the show wow so after not sharing their reality for so long Mm -hmm. it's odd seeing them share it now seeing a different side yeah the uh They kind of did a switch where this was the point. They did those little scenes that I talk about with all the different people. And it was really funny because they showed the editing was impeccable. They showed James and uh, Allie Mm -hmm. and they were like kissing and making breakfast and the sun was shining. (laughs) And they were playing a sun shining song and then they start moving to the other people that are single. And the rain hits and the thunderclouds and then it transfers to Tom and Ariana's house Mm -hmm. Ariana is sitting down with her friend from college Meredith so Mm -hmm. if anybody doesn't know who that is that's one of her best friends from college so they uh, are sitting there talking and she Mm -hmm. says that You know, she's been really, really angry for days, but she's just quickly becoming indifferent. Right. And I think Meredith even says it. She's like, indifferent. She says he gives her the ick. (laughs) Honey, he gives us all the ick. He gives me total creeper vibes. (laughs) Like, ick is described on our TikTok page so many times. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) It's it's laughable because so many people think... Mm -hmm. Or feel like he gives them the ick, yeah. icky vibes. Mr. Ick. Mr. Ick, man. She's down in some wine, and it's wine from the very first trip they ever took together. Yeah. Uh, Tom, of course, is getting himself all primped in the mirror for scene. Mm-hmm. Made me chuckle a little bit. And he walks in, and it was funny because I saw a psychologist break down this episode. And he described him as a huge narcissist. Wow. Because he said that he would, he walked into the room and was like owning everything. Like the house, like, can I get you anything? Yeah. Like all of this. And she goes, for you to die. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he comes back all funny, or at least he thinks he is. Those inevitable yeah, so wasn't it for everybody in this universe? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, they sit down and <clears throat> Rachel or Ariana starts talking about Rachel immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, she's savage. Yeah, for sure. Her delivery in this scene, this is the two minutes that I was talking about, like mm-hmm. their scene together. It's it's deserving of all the awards. Yeah. 
the editing, she, I think she said it was like a four-hour conversation edited down to just a few minutes, and I think they delivered the best parts. Yeah, they did a great, great job. Um, the best things that I heard um, her say, you know, she immediately is like, were you with her last night? And he says, no, I was at Schwartz's. She was like, yeah, you were on Schwartz's for the FaceTime call, yeah. too. That didn't make a damn. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to know. Like, I don't want to know these. Like, I wouldn't, the next day, I don't want to know what you did no. the day after. Like, at that moment, I don't care what you do from that moment on. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's done fuck. from that point. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about two. You little stupid ass trick. And I said trick, not bitch, because you're a trick, Tom. Trick, 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 tricky. It's tricky, tricky, trabby. <laughs> um, but she tells him immediately that he hasn't even said he's sorry. Right. He tells her that, you know, he tries, but she's just so angry. <laughs> she's so spot on she's like so let me be angry you still need to keep saying you're fucking sorry right you need to say it until you're fucking dead Tom say you're sorry till you understand what you did that's what right. I feel like like say it until you understand because you don't get it I feel like he's he, he still doesn't get it today yeah. he doesn't get it when you're making up lyrics to songs about the shit that's going on you don't get it people's fucking lives were blown up your life was blown up it's just fantasy to him it is it's an altered reality it's not real the um he says that he didn't want to hurt her mm. didn't want to hurt her but right. just felt like the better thing to do you know I didn't want to hurt you I didn't want to break up and hurt you like that. I, I would rather fuck your best friend. Yeah, for seven months. And you see us, and, and then, you know, but she, he kept doing it. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, but, but we did it, like, once, and then we stopped. Oh, I'm so proud of you. We're yeah. all so proud of you, Tom Sandoval. Then you went back. Yeah. <laughs> for seconds and thirds and seven months worth. Yeah. Of devious, deceptive, deceitful. Lies. Lies, I tell you. Lies, lies. Anyway, um, he called her dude, like when he said that. That really got to me. Dude, Mm -hmm. we stopped. Dude, we stopped. But then we started again. Like, why would you even say we stopped if you started again? Like, stop. Stop it. Stop, Tom. You are hanging yourself. And she she even told him at one point. Yeah. She's like, this is you right now. This is you hanging yourself. I even put a little stick man with, like, hanging itself <laughs> in my <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah. I, it just, it made me laugh. And I knew I would look at it. And I knew exactly what, what it meant. But I just... She told him that she loved him back when he was wearing skinny jeans and combat boots when he had nothing. And he got a little bit of money 
Right. A little bar and a little band. And that little chick became enamored with him. Mm-hmm. And she she was so fucking spot on when she said that chick is searching for identity in men. Yeah. Because she doesn't have one of her own. She does not have no. one of her own. At all. No identity. So for her, it's definitely going to hurt. For sure. The... <sighs> He, she said that he wanted to be gassed up. Yeah. You just want to be gassed up. <laughs> I laughed when she said that because she couldn't be more right. Right. That's exactly what he wants. He wants a little fan girl, mm-hmm. a fame whore. And she's not your fame whore. She's too smart for that. So it's obvious he wants, uh, he wants a fan girl. He wants a groupie. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's striving for. I, she said that he told her that he was seeking something he wasn't getting there and that it was very selfish. Um, he keeps like hitting down on the good friends. We're good friends. Yeah. We've got such a deep connection. We were there and for each other and supporting each other. And you weren't. Right. You were having some good sex from what Rachel says. That's that's what I hear anyway. <laughs> and that's about all. It wasn't as deep as you think it was. Or we wouldn't be hearing about breakups or you hanging out and staying with other women. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that he starts yelling at her and he's like hey, this person knows everything because she tells him that she doesn't give a shit about Rachel. Right. And and those feelings. And she has every right to feel that way. That's her moment. Yeah. yeah. That's their moment. That's not a moment for her to hear about their deep connection. And he's st- he can't read the room. He talks about other people not being able to read the room or take accountability. Right. He is the fucking spokesperson. <laughs> Wrote the book. Wrote the autobiography for skepticism and no accountability. (laughs) You got it, Tom. And he tells her that, you know, she's she's like, I'm your blame, I'm your scapegoat. And he tells her that he turned 40 and he lost his mojo. Yeah. That's my mojo, baby. And she goes, so what? Fuck my friend. Yeah. Get your mojo back. Fuck my friend. You know, this is a normal response. She even tells him, like, hitting 40 and thinking that life is over. I didn't feel that way. No. I felt like I was kind of the opposite. I get better with age, folks. I'm like a fine wine. (laughs) I'm just joking. I definitely do not feel the same that I did when I was 30, but... No. I feel like I feel like I maybe kind of look better. This is possible. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. But maybe it's that I like the style and the way that I like style myself, do my makeup, and like everything's changed over the last ten years. (laughs) You married one woman and got another one. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. 
they she tells him you know i would have like we could have gone to couples therapy well here's the thing she said that in scene but in call her daddy she talks about them going to couples therapy they went Hmm. and the therapist pretty much would tell him that's a me problem that's not a a a together problem like that's a you problem so they did therapy on -on one-on-one and she's like and i'm doing all of this like amazing work on myself and doing breakthroughs which he saw remember he said in howie's podcast that he noticed a difference in that whoever gets that ariana they're really lucky yeah fuck you you jackass like who says that no doubt (laughs) it's so ridiculous it's just absolutely insane the way he recaps his own life Mm -hmm. like I'll, i'll recap you and and tell you what is seen because it is not the way that you think your your little snow globe is, right. Tom. They um, they really talk about the. Um, she tells him that he was her ride or die, mm-hmm. and that you know she defended him and and stood up for her as well and the fact that she would do that in her face mm-hmm. is just insane yeah it is no friends no true friend is ever going to do that to you mm-hmm. period they're just not so if you ever have a friend like that run for the hills <laughs> yeah that's the reason why I don't have friends <laughs> There, so, you know, she tells him, this was one of my favorite, this is where the, my favorite two minutes starts, where she's like, I regret standing up for you, defending you, supporting you, and when she says, you're worth nothing, the whisper is so good. Like, you're an actress, honey. Mm Mm-hmm. You got skill. <laughs> Her composure in this scene alone. I could never be that composed. Yeah. Just so you know, I would beat the living shit out of you. <laughs> I would go to jail. Like, if you fucked my best friend, meet me where it, it's going down. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah, rightfully so. On a Tuesday. <laughs> Anyway, they, she's so in the moment, and she's like, hear my words. You know, his gulp. Yeah. Probably the best gulp in the entire world. The best one that will ever be heard around the world on screen was his gulp whenever she said, you know, hear my words. Coming from the person that's loved you and stood by you. Mm-hmm. They, she asked him for any last words before they never speak again. I don't know how that works. They are quite lucky because in the real world, you wouldn't have a go between. Right. That's what they have right now is <laughs> go betweens, people they're paying to be in the house and uh, communicate between the two of them, schedule gym time, when one's going to be there, be have guests, whatnot. It's a different world. 
It is. <laughs> I, I don't. I couldn't do it. I would just yeah. move out. Yeah. I, I know she's got enough money to do that. I would just move out. But I know it's a principal thing for her at this point. And why isn't he moving out? Because he's broke. No, because he's a fucking narcissist. And he is broke. Yeah, you are <laughs> spot on, babe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he's also a narcissist. So, you know, the moment that shit goes down, they want to... Sorry, guys. Doggies are crazy. So, they went off. Driving us crazy. Crazy. Dogs in the background. Going crazy. <laughs> we have all kinds of uh, inner jokes between the two of us. Because yeah. we're ridiculous. <laughs> he... I just... Tom was disgusting. The worst part about him in this moment... You know, she tells him that she would have changed anything for him. She would have done anything, gone anywhere. Um, you have to, you have to know though, like, apparently it was unchangeable. Like, he was already out the door by the right. time you were willing to talk and have those conversations. So, that was four or five years into unhappiness, maybe like think about that in future relationships so that you understand you can't let things simmer for that long because at some point it is going to come to heads yeah i mean that's you know five years of wasted life that they spent five extra years yeah, yeah. and the bad thing is, is that she mentioned they had so many. She's like, I have so many things on uh, my phone right now or did. And he does where all the happy times we've had in the last seven months. Like, was it all a joke? Like, why did he get me flowers and take me out to celebrate our anniversary? You know, he took a bottle of wine from Napa from that trip for mm -hmm. us to drink while we were there. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Thinking about all of those details. He, the worst, I, I mentioned earlier, the worst thing that he said here for me was whenever he looked at her and said, we had some really good times. I don't, I don't care what you think. We had some really good times. She's not the one that said you didn't, buddy. Right. She's not the one that is saying that you were faking being happy for five years. She's saying she was working on it and she was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So the good times are not lost in her eyes. Dumbass. I'm taking the dog, dumbass. Anyway, that was kind of how it ended. Mm -hmm. The song they picked was absolutely crazy to end that scene with uh, broken hearts to dust nothing left of us but memories scene <laughs> um he knows I've watched it like 10 times yeah. so I've watched this episode 10 times I'll probably watch it 10 more I've only seen it twice never felt more connected to Tom Sandoval than in that moment whenever on season 3 when he was fighting with Kristen after they broke up 
and she wanted her cable box back and he was like, I got DVR shit on there. <laughs> this one's never leaving our DVR. Yeah. Never. So, Tom, the next scene is uh, Tom and Tom. Yeah. Tom Aravenant at Schwartzy's. Right. Tom's like, there he is, the <laughs> most reviled man in America. There he is. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotten worse, Tom, <laughs> so you're not wrong. He he felt more remorseful to him than he did to Ariana. Yeah, it was crazy. And maybe she just won't let him do that. So, and I mean, no woman would, so. Yeah. No woman wants to hug you and let you cry and talk about how sorry and pitiful you are. But Schwartz immediately is like, listen, dude, we went from 4.8 stars to one on Yelp. <laughs> right. It's bad. Yeah. We got to do something. You got to do something. You got to post something. You got to say I was not complicit. Yeah. He tells him that he thinks that he's like, you, you know, you had a plan. You just didn't put it into play. This goes back to that dumbass plan. Yeah. This was not a plan, folks. Tom's, this was not a plan. No one... In reality, this is a narcissistic way of dealing with your own life. Mm-hmm. So that it then implodes and negatively affects other innocent people. Mm-hmm. Who does that? It's, people. it's unreal to think about. Yeah. And the fact that Schwartz then thinks that everybody's going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You weren't that involved, you know. It's okay. We'll forget about it. He uses the dude again. Mm-hmm. He says, this is very bad. Some of the reviews that came up on the screen were absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Did there was one about a cockroach in the pasta, <laughs> one about burning the place to the ground. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember any of the others. They were funny. If my review landed up there, I would be so excited. Andrew L. from Yelp said that, uh, Red Lobster has a better decor. That one rang true with you for sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is not a fan of any of the decor no. inside of Shorts and Sandies. No. So they, you know, I feel, I, I felt just a, a little bit bad for Schwartz in the moment because he's exhausted his soul. There were flashbacks to him and Katie. You know, she was like, it broke us. It did. Yeah. It and Sandoval broke their marriage. Mm-hmm. His way of life and living broke their marriage. You know, Ariana said it. She just wants to be at home through the week. You know, she doesn't mind going out on the weekends, but she wants to be at home through the week, and he didn't understand that. Yeah. Going out for a, a birthday is fine, but going out every night of the week is just not something that she was interested in. And this is somebody who was pressing to have children. Yeah. 
No wonder she didn't want to get married and have children with you. Who would? Who would think that is a life that's going to be okay? Then you're just going to be home with a screaming kid. Yeah. That's so funny. While that bozo's out pretending he can sing. Yeah. Which you can't, Tom. You can't sing shit. Can't sing one note. Uh, Sandoval tells him to get get off. Uh, he, he should he should have done the right thing before he humiliated her. Yeah, agreed. Just isn't what he ended up doing. So it doesn't really matter. He says every time I wanted to tell her, she acted like she didn't want to know. And. We have such a deep connection, me and Raquel, you know. We kissed and and then it was a see see you next Tuesday after after guys night. <laughs> and we we kissed and, and it just it went up from there and he said then nothing happened until the um he said some festival which Yeah, I didn't I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. Yeah, I, I felt like I wrote it down. Life is Beautiful Festival. That's what it was. Okay. Sa- he said nothing happened again until the Life is Beautiful Festival. But you agree with Tom Schwartz. This is all relatable, but it is not okay. Mm-hmm. You didn't deal with it the right way. It just isn't okay. Right. Um... And Schwartz, you are getting canceled almost. You are being labeled a bad person because you couldn't come clean and tell her what you'd known for months and were complicit in. You act like you weren't complicit. If you bought her plane ticket and he then mowed you back, you are fucking complicit. Absolutely complicit. Yeah. The next scene is Ariana and Meredith, Logan, Brad, all of her pretty closies. The Sheena walks in with cigarettes and rosé, which is exactly what I would want. Yeah. And she, she tells them that Ariana tells him that Lisa offered for her to come and stay with her, offered her a place to stay. So, very sweet of you, Lisa. Props to you for offering her that. Yeah, that was very nice of her. I probably would have said, can you just do me the favor and put him up there? (laughs) Just do me a solid and put him up there. Because that would be doing me the solid. Getting him out of my hair. (laughs) They cry when they first hug and uh you know this isn't sheena because this wasn't an oops we kissed while on acid at coachella (laughs) like that's not acceptable either sheena just so you know if you're accepting of that i'm sorry because that's not anything you should ever be accepting of but the next little clip is Katie coming in mm-hmm. 
and you know they hug they're not super close which kind of takes me aback because they're starting a business together i don't think i could start a business with somebody if i wasn't right but she does divulge on call her daddy that you know lala and katie are not in her intimate circle so she's not surprised that she didn't listen to them yeah i don't know Ariana starts telling them what happened Mm -hmm. and you know I told you guys earlier exactly what happened but she goes into further detail about getting home that night and continuing to argue and you know her asking Rachel and Rachel telling her that you know they kissed in her car outside and then her pressing Tom and Tom telling her at the house when they got home that they fucked in her car. That's pretty messed up. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's almost worse than disgusting. I don't it's mm-hmm. vile. Yeah. Because then he didn't have a key to get in. Right. And had to ring had the to doorbell. Use the doorbell mm-hmm. app to ring the doorbell and get them to get her to let him in. Yeah. How do you face your partner in that moment? I'm not sure. Without coming clean. I don't even... You're asking me things yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way in that moment. No person with real conscience or morality is going to be able to live another day after facing them in that moment. Yeah. So their reaction is it's awful Sheena tells them you know and she even tells Ariana even says you know I can't believe in that moment you know my emotions are all over the place and he's angry at me which is insane he just can't help himself I think he's angry because he believes his own lies he believes his own narcissism he believes he's the victim here that he was mistreated for so many years that he just had to fuck her best friend he just had to do it he had no other choice <laughs> right the Sheena tells them about how much rage she had in the moments after watch what happens live and you know they they talk about how long it had went on Katie immediately says that she remembers a comment from BravoCon Rachel wore a Tom Tom hoodie and nothing else like it was a dress <laughs> with heels and in that moment Katie thought she was a fangirl of Shortsy like she thought she was chasing after them because wrong. of him wrong 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 story she is not she was chasing after him and when she confronted Schwartz Schwartz said to her she's not after me she's not here for me Mm. that was October guys October so we definitely know he knew about the one night stand in August he knew she was continuing to puppy love after him in October and then he knew it was still a full-blown love affair in January. Mm-hmm. 
yet still didn't tell Ariana. Still. She just didn't want to hear it at the time. She may have not wanted to hear it. You may be right. So, there is a a flip to James and Allie's house. Mm -hmm. They are getting ready for Lala and Katie to arrive. And they've never been there. You can tell they walk in. They're very clueless. But uh, the two of them welcome. James is out of sorts. Yeah. He's not his funny, light-hearted self. He seems quite affected by the fact that he didn't see that she was capable of that. Mm-hmm. He had dodged a bullet, James. Yeah, One hundred. One hundred dodged a bullet. God love you. I, he says, you know, I'm drinking at 530. What's that tell you? Which, don't let this put you in a bad state, James. Please. We love you the way you are right now. Yep. A little don't bit of sauce. Well. Don't ruin it. Don't don't ruin it for us. We love you. Uh, they, you know, they they flash back and to Tom telling James to trust Rachel and that she would not betray him and and. I would not betray you and it's just so telling in the moment he his confessional he's actually crying Mm -hmm. he was affected by losing that friendship I think he really looked up to Sandoval because out of all of the guys Sandoval never shut him out yeah so Sandoval and Ariana never turned their back on him never even in his darkest moments in the worst thoughts and things he said they still didn't mm-hmm. so he really respected them and he feels like they just threw it in the trash so yeah. very depressing to him he Lala says you know do you think this was the first time really it's not the first time he's done this <laughs> and it's not it flashes to her confessional and, and her talking about Billy Lee Ariana does not believe this is true even mm-hmm. though Sheena does everybody else on cast does mm-hmm. uh, she does not believe it is true at all so she thinks that she knows at least one of the other people for certain but mm-hmm. she's not sure of the others and she doesn't know if she cares I don't blame her after this one the others are chump change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think she said she wouldn't care if people died. I DM'd her and told her they were one. <laughs> I don't... I wouldn't want you to DM me and tell me. No. Please don't. Like, stop the fucking hammering. <laughs> Groundhog Day. Anyway, <laughs> Lala goes... That case with Billy Lee, it went cold. And it don't need to be cold no more. <laughs> cold no more. Hashtag cold no more. Yeah. James goes, let's call her. I can call her and pretend you guys aren't here. You guys can be quiet. I'll put her on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Rachel, why would you answer his call? <laughs> I don't know. Why Especially she... in that moment. Right. Like, you knew he wasn't calling to say, oh my God. How are you doing? You're so awesome for fucking Tom. How was it? <laughs> Hang on. Let me, let me let you tell Allie how it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, he asked her how she, how she feels about it. And she immediately says that she, you know, she feel, I feel bad about it. And... Are, are you guys an item now? And she tells him no. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I believe anything she's saying. Um, he says, how about losing everybody you thought you ever had a relationship right. with? And she, she talks about it being eye-opening. It has to be. Mm-hmm. What did you expect was going to happen, Rachel? It's a reality show, and there are millions of fans, and you screwed over one of the key players. Mm-hmm. You had to know that wasn't going to go well for you. Were you going for the villain? Because, honey, you are not a villain. <laughs> you can barely form a sentence when things go awry. You are not a fucking villain. Yeah. I don't know. It was cringy at best mm-hmm. listening to it but when he says you done diddly fucked yourself over <laughs> <laughs> oh I laughed uh, writing it and I'm laughing saying it again and um he she wasted it on Sandoval's little cocky cock yeah, cocky cock <laughs> it's a little 40 year old cocky cock yeah like, is that a thing? Is that something I, they say in Britain? I Brit- In Britain? Coggy cock? Coggy cock. I mean, I'm going to start calling yours a coggy cock. <laughs> <laughs> a coggy co- cock. It's a coggy cock, sir. Anyway, she he tells her that she's not the smartest. And at that point, Allie's like, hang the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, just stop. It's getting ridiculous. You don't need to do this. So, um, Rachel, uh, the next scene, mm-hmm. Rachel and Tom in the apartment, in Rachel's apartment, which, by the way, is Sheena's. Right. I would have been like, bitch, you got 30 days <laughs> to get out. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And there were rumors that there were cocaine on the counter. It's not cocaine, folks. It is a cough cough drop wrapper. We zoomed in us digital spoofs. Oh. And we got to I zoom didn't in. I that was a rumor. It was. There was a rumor. <laughs> there has been some, 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 uh, what, booger sugar on scenes previous years and I seasons. I would be surprised with Sandy. So, and Jax. I mean, he did have the deviated septum and nine <laughs> nose jobs, so yeah. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. I think it was five. Like, that really matters. Those are the difference between five and nine no- nose jobs. And I was going to say hand jobs on accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been the best. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this scene was so cringe. Uh, you okay? Let me get you a Coors Light out of the fridge. Yeah. And 
Lala hit this on the nail. Mm -hmm. She was like, the only reason she's drinking that is because Tom drinks it. Yep. Mm -hmm. 100% right. That is the only reason you're drinking it. And they, like, do a shot together. Yeah. When she thinks that he accidentally says her name in a conversation, honey, he did not say your name. He was explaining the situation. Right. Like, summarizing what was going down that... You know, Schwartzy had said, you know, you were fucking around on Ariana. You didn't do it right. And the fact that she she was like, you just called me Ariana. And the way he looked at her, it was almost the moment in mm-hmm. which he realizes, realizes, man, I'm a fucking idiot because <laughs> I chose this fucking cotton candy brain. Right. She isn't the brightest. She is not. And even James can say that to you. That's bad when James can say it to you. (laughs) I think the worst thing that... This is the worst thing that Ariana said about Rachel. I think the whole entire time, besides her being a sociopath, which I think we all know, Mm -hmm. was that she's a horrible dog owner and dog trainer because Graham is mean and bit Ariana. Mm-hmm. He's food aggressive. You can't even move the food bowl on him. That he will go nuts and mean. And and she would bring him over there and stay with him. That's crazy. I'd be like, yeah, don't bring your dog. Or yeah. don't come. We don't want you here. <laughs> go to hell. And your little dog, too. <laughs> You're not missing anything, James. No. Graham's an asshole. And she blamed, Gra- she blamed James on Graham. Of course. Yeah, it... It takes a lot more than just the beginning years of life of a dog. We have a dog that reacts and is an asshole. And it came for no reason. And he doesn't react from food. Right. Like, I can take food out of his mouth while he's eating. So that is definitely not... He reacts to other dogs, which is something that we've tried and tried to get past. Mm -hmm. There's only a couple that he can be around without being a complete dumbass. But them just together, you know, hugging and saying we can't kiss because the cameras are here. Yeah. Whatever. And then accidentally saying they love each other. That was pretty stupid. You know, how I had to tell my parents about you. Yeah. And he's like, your mom hates me. And she's like, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Mom I, wouldn't. <laughs> no mom would. Yeah. No mom would like you. No mom is like you right now in America. So we're spot on with that assumption. Yep. I can say that there's nothing about this scene that is not cringe. Every moment, every second, like she's dressed in jogging, like you, the banana clip, like you knew you were filming and I know you didn't want to look amazing. Right. But you could have put on pants. You still look like a big bum. <laughs> and she, I guess she was trying to go with the theme that she got punched in the eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know. I got assaulted. Yeah, I got assaulted by Sheena and her fingernails. And it's like they zoom in on the tiniest scratch on her fucking eye. It's so bad. It, it hurts, and I took it like a champ. I'm bleeding so A champ bad. would, a champ. Okay, yeah. she took it like a champ. You took that poke in the eye really good. <laughs> I 
can't with you and your fucking ridiculousness, Rachel. You need you need a spot on ridiculousness. Bring her on, Rob. <laughs> She's dumb enough to be on ridiculousness and give you some good content. Um, you know, he tells her they should be in hell. But there, she tells him she's on, they on, she only has her family uh-huh. and her, her sister. And it was so funny because she's like, my family and my sister. Well, your sister is your family, dumbass. <laughs> and she's like, and you. And then she goes, and I don't even really know if I have you because, mm-hmm. you know, you've done this before. So if you are broken up, that, that reality came true. Yeah. So... Even in that moment, she had fear. Right. Of what he was going to do next. If you could love somebody that much and Mm -hmm. hurt them that bad, what will you do to me? She's right. You ain't wrong. (laughs) Uh, Her confessional was probably the worst. It sealed the deal on, on her exhibiting sociopath behavior her laughing and giddiness and like this like hunching and like putting her head back and being like I just I never had sex like that before you're disgusting like you never had sex like that before and she mentioned that she'd never had sex with somebody she loved so there you go you dropped that you didn't love James didn't you just tell him a couple of episodes ago that you were so offended by the fact that he would tell people he never loved you. Yeah. Of course you were. Yeah. And of course now you're the most, this is the most Hippocratic statement ever because <laughs> now that's exactly what you're saying about him. You never loved him and, and you guys were just in the moment. I mean, they never had sex for what she said, like two years when they broke up. We hadn't had sex for two years at the reunion. Mm. Wow. James, if you stayed through all that, like, and I say that, and I say that, and I'm on James's side, and I wasn't on Tom's, because just say it in the moment. Like, if he was saying it in the moment, and saying, you know, this is ridiculous, like, this is, like, this can't go on, we're ending this. Just do it. End it because of that. Right. Nobody's going to fault you because you end it because of that. If that is that important to you, it is that important to you. Make it of importance to you if that's what you want. So he tells her, you know, I'm not going to do that to you. I wouldn't. And she says, you know, she didn't have the willpower to stay away from him. Mm -hmm. She says, you know, is this my karma? Everything that's going on. No, no. No, you definitely do not know the definition of karma. Karma will be your husband, whom you love so much, fucking your best friend behind your back. Exactly. That's your karma one day, honey. The only karma you will ever ensue. This is your consequence for what you did. This is the world watching. You're on a reality show. You knew it. You don't need us to tell you that. (laughs) Doesn't take a genius, honey. Uh, I mean, I don't have anything else to say about this scene. Mm-hmm. 
Lisa and Ariana at Villa Rosa. She made me so sad in this scene. Yeah. When Lisa asked her if she was getting stronger and she said that she was trying to lean in in her anger because it was the only thing that kept her from dry heaving. That was when I had a tear rolling down my face. Like, that hurt. Been there, done that, had horrible breakups, had horrible things happen to me, been treated terribly in my life by partners, not you. But just hearing those words was hard. Lisa was so great. She said, you know, it's okay for you to hate him right now, you know, she asked him if she asked her if you know she knows when it started and she's like ask them all these questions like I could care less I don't want to tell you about that mm -hmm. but when she tells her that at the end of it there's going to be something beautiful for her we're seeing it right now Ariana yeah it's beautiful for you on this side you're living the great life and I loved it I thought this was a really great way for Lisa to be able to be in the episodes. I like her this way rather than inserting herself in a way that's not, I mean, she has been like a mother to most of them, especially to them too for the relationship. So just allowing her the ability to have that conversation, I think helped just bridge a little bit of her understanding Ariana's thoughts because she's closer to Tom, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so too. The, um, she says that she knows that Rachel's not going to have a name in that town. She better run. She better disappear because they talk about her disappearing and she's still gone, folks. We don't know where she's at. There's rumors of Tucson. There's rumors of mental facilities. There's rumors she's hiding out at her grandma's. Area 54. <laughs> You never know. I mean, who knows? She may be at, in Australia. She does look like an alien. <laughs> that was fucking good, babe. <laughs> so, there... I mean, to me, I'm... I'm good with, with moving to the... Mm -hmm. The next scene, and it's... Katie and Tom mm -hmm. at the house. David Spade did the best TikTok on this. The stall. He's stalling. He's stalling. I'll, I'll grab a Coke, which is a beer. Yeah. I'll talk about the the man, man-eating now cro crocodiles in Florida. I will talk about, like, he's like, my, my shirt has got stripes on it. Some people can't pull them off. Like, it's so funny, his commentary of the scene. And then she's yeah. like, get get to it that's I don't give a shit about any of this when when'd you fucking find out and that's basically yeah. how it goes yeah of course he dances around that the whole time he does he dances around that conversation and he actually lies he mm -hmm. says I didn't, I didn't mark it on the calendar like a month ago yeah you liar yeah. and she calls him out and she even tells him one of the best delivered lines Katie had this whole entire episode was when she said why don't you surprise everybody and tell the fucking truth Tom <laughs> right 
boy, wouldn't we love you in that moment if you did. Tom, you never know. You lost your sounding board. Yeah. Katie was your sounding board, and she gave you those those key points to keep your audience, and you're going to lose us. I have always loved you. You know this. Yep. He's always been one of my favorites. I actually loved Katie, too, though. Mm-hmm. I loved them both and their relationship. You, like Schwartz, did not like Katie. Yeah. So <laughs> for you, I think this season has been quite eye-opening. Yeah, but I still don't have Katie's, like... But you're seeing Schwartz in a totally yeah. different way. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm Yeah. I don't think I'll ever sway you to the Katie way, but that's okay because our son is in love with her, so... I don't know why. He he got that from me. It's the Katie loving from me. I love you, Katie. Anyway, um... <laughs> I thought she did a good job telling him that you know exactly how she felt. Mm-hmm. And... The next scene is Tom and Lisa's. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't even think she invited him, and he, like, waltzes in. Of course, Ariana goes in, but it feels like Ariana doesn't need to be invited in. Tom needed to be invited in, and he, like, is like, it was raining, pouring down the rain, so I had to come in. Yeah, because the world is taking a piss on you right now. (laughs) He might melt. God, God is like, Fuck you, Tom Sandoval. <laughs> so he comes in and, you know, the first thing he fucking talks about is the fact that she doesn't have trust for anybody. So what do you think this is? She didn't have any trust, so I yeah, fucked her best friend. So she didn't know her. With her best friend. Makes sense. Makes total Makes sense. sense. It is the best scenario you can come up with for this. I mean, it's it's never she has trust issues, so we worked on it. Yeah. She has trust issues, so I worked really hard at making her respect and trust me. She has trust issues, so I fucked her best friend every which way. Every way I could. Hey, we 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 fucking FaceTimed and screen recorded that shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> Like, I just can't for the stupidity and the audacity. It's fucking God. Ugh. Oh, shit. I, we skipped over the Kristen scene. So we'll hit that after this scene. Okay. Hate that we skipped over that piece. God, sorry, Kristen. <laughs> Love you. Sorry. Um, he fake cries so bad and has like this hyperventilation attack to me it was just him realizing you know he says he didn't want that to be the last conversation that they had you had to know when you were fucking her best friend the last conversation you had is not going to be good ever the last conversation you have with her is not going to be a nice one she is not forgiving you you gave her way too much credit And I say credit, but it's not even credit. Like, I don't even know how to word it. (laughs) I don't even know what to say. Like, you're just fucking stupid, Tom. The fact that you thought she was going to ride with you through this. No, honey, you, 
this is the part where you die. The, you know the ride or die? This is the die part, Tom. Yep. This yep. is the part where you die and she rides on. <laughs> right, now in the sunset. Yes. In her pink. Yeah. Born fucking cool. Anyway, I thought that Lisa was very um, upfront with him. I thought that she told him exactly how it was. I mean, there's not too much you can say here. Yeah. He wanted, he wanted to tell her how he felt, and he wanted remorse. You know, she said in her confessional, with her tits hanging out in a black bra, that she would never um, condemn him for it. That she, that she would only ever condemn what he did. And, you know, she'll, she'll never be okay with it, but she's going to forgive him and move on. I mean, they're business partners. Yeah. So his personal life, and until it affects her business, which I'm sure it did, and I'm sure they had that conversation, but it was <laughs> not taped. I want to see that conversation. Right. Like, I don't want to see him bitch-ass cry. I want to see you tell him... Listen, motherfucker, get your life in order because you're my business partner and you're fucking up my pocket right now. Be fucking with my money, so fuck with my emotions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll go back and go back to the Kristen visit. Um, this to me was full circle. It was amazing moment. Them together, being together in that moment talking about their ex-boyfriend and how shitty of a person he was (laughs) and everything I think just for everybody that's a lifelong VPR fan we we've been waiting so long for this especially with Scandaval but just to be able to see um her blind loyalty be able to come full circle and not make a bad situation out of it like Kristen didn't care. She didn't want to make it bad. Right. And so they did a little exercise where she brought some, like, tools. They had tuning forks. They wrote down, you know, a good and, you know, something that she wanted to uh, get rid of and something that she wanted to take with her. And the thing that she wanted to to take with her and grow more with was uh, true self-love. That's a good one. I think that's a good one for her. I think that she struggles with that indefinitely. The way she talked with Rachel previously and has talked in previous seasons about her relationships and her past, she struggles. Somebody gave her body image issues and and she struggles with that, so... That is definitely a good one. But the best one was the one that she burned that she wanted to get rid of, and it was unrequited loyalty. That's so fucking spot on. So fucking spot on. Like, you hit the nail on the head. That is the one that I needed to see from you because, to me, that was the hard point. It was the worst part about it for me is that you continued to give him this pass to be an asshole on TV and give him shit behind closed doors. And then we all were bad for not liking him as much as you did. I don't want to be that person. Mm -hmm. We all saw who he was. Just like Katie. 
and yeah. Lala. So the next scene after Tom and Lisa's is the bar. Mm-hmm. And it's Lala and Katie and Sheena. Sheena's little sister, Courtney. Coco, I think Lala calls her. Mm-hmm. Charlie. And then, and they're all like dressed in black. And then Ariana comes dressed in a bright gold mm-hmm. mini yeah. dress. Looking all fucking hot. <laughs> She's like, y'all look like you're here for a funeral. It's great. I think that um, you find out at this point that Sheena was served earlier that day with a restraining order. Sheena is more than disappointed. She let her live in her place that she paid for. Um, She took her under her wing. She became a key player on this show this year without James. She was a key player without James. So she had an opportunity and Sheena was like, listen, nobody gave me this. Everybody hated me. I'm going to give you this. Kudos to you, Sheena. Man, you really got to get a better ability to pick people. For sure. For sure. Let Lala help you out next time, please. Let her be a, a one-up on that and, and tell you how, how she is doing. So... uh. Katie tells them that she she had a conversation with Schwartz and that, you know, he lied to her and she knows he lied. Ariana tells her that she got a text from him that morning. And I was going to read the text, but we've been, this is a long pod. I'm not going to read it. I'm going to sum it up for you. He basically was like, listen, I know my man did some bad shit. I've been telling him to do the right thing for a while now. You know, and you you know you should just jet set out of here. I'm not gonna kick my man while he's down. You should jet set out of here. You know, live it up. And uh, I love you. Uh, try and help me out in saving the bar. Bye. For he's spot on. <laughs> it is. It's like that. That was the gist of what that text said, and it was horrible. The fact 